safe side. Stick out the mandolin and the <laughs> voice. The whole thing, really. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Aerith, and with me as always, we have my boy, talented artist, comic enthusiast, and dope-ass Eminem beanie-wearing, J.R. Gonzalez. How you living, kid? I'm living good. Life's been uh, surprisingly uh, moving forward in a good way, um, which is making me feel good about myself. And Surprisingly? Uh, good. Surprise you don't hear about that on Eight Mile you, too are, often. Are you, are, you shook? Well. are you shook by your success that life is taking right now? Um, I feel like right now I hit some peaks and I'm ready for some more. Um, Amber and I are going to be moving here soon. We bought a house. So oh, you guys got a house? Uh, oh, did, yep. shit. Oh, shit, dude. Cut that close to the vest. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I wanted bro. to surprise on the show because that's what we do. We like to surprise each other on the show. <laughs> Damn, oh, bro. Surprise, bro. Where, did, Where are you moving? Did you close? Uh, we closed Friday. Close oh my god, so two days ago, bro? God two days ago. Fresh. Yeah. Holy so, heck. Friday, okay, so uh, March 5th. where is it? All right, I'm so sure our funny. audience needs to know where you're going to live. I'll so give they you the can, exact yeah, give address. Give us the address. Send you hate Google mail. It. <laughs> it's, uh, it's literally 10 minutes from where we live now, so just further in. I live on a hill next to a lake. Um, uh, it's called Lake okay. Taps in Auburn, Washington, but we're moving a little bit. In college, so it's going to be Bonnie Lake, but it's still on Lake Taps. Oh, nice. And, nice. um it's a Fuck it's yeah. a house that we uh we got for a really low price. It's got some fixer uppers, but we're excited because we get to kind of make it our own. And um, I get to have a den. I get to put my statues up. I get to buy more books because right now, like books are just piling around right here. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just it's fun. I think it's a good time right now for Amber and I. And I'm having fun at the comic book store too, having success, some success there, selling for Doug and and being a part of a live show there. You know, um, that's gonna come to an end. An end soon for me because I'm gonna start on a new project for him. But um, that's the life, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm just digging it right now, so I'm having fun. Hi, man. Congratulations Dude, on the house. Congratulations. Hell yeah. When's the housewarming party? Uh, well, we'll see. We're we've got a lot of renovating to do, so I'm just kind of taking it step by step and see when we can do. But as soon as it's done, I mean, um, I can't I can't have you guys over until the statues are out. So I I gotta you know I gotta wait. Until that's yeah. done, so yeah, bro. I'm just trying to hit the lake. You gonna get some jet skis for us or what? You can I? I mean, I I'll have uh, I'll, might be a time where I can buy a spot on the lake and we can just go on a boat and just jump in the water. Just jump in the water and just just feel the the sand beneath our toes. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, congrats, man. That's fucking awesome. And then we got our third host, uh, published author and facial hair enthusiast ZB the kid <laughs> Zach Barlow. How you living, son? I'm good, man. I'm good. Living living the dream. How are you doing? Bro, I'm good. And I see you over there flexing. Have you been hitting the gym lately? You look, you look like you're getting back to, back to, the Zach I know. Let's go, son. I have a little bit. Okay. I have a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I've been tightening up my my diet. You know what I'm saying? I've been working okay. out on that on the regular dog. I've been you know just getting, yeah, getting back to it. Getting I can back see to it in yeah, your you face. Are. You can see it in your face for sure. Taking yeah, bro, uh, you're doing doing good. Taking uh. Take I'm, I'm I'm turning the the clock back a little bit. No, but to be honest, to be honest, I had a pretty brutal knee injury like two years ago, and I had to have surgery on it. And you, I actually went to Alaska while I was still on crutches, I think, to visit you, Jordan. Wasn't I on crutches right then? I don't remember. I was pretty drunk. I think I was. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, so I was I was non weight bearing. Like I couldn't walk for six months because like the surgery took a while and blah 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 blah. And so I was on crutches for six months in 2019. And after the surgery, the doctor told me that, like, I wasn't going to be able to squat again. 
I was never going to be able to hoop again, like all kinds of shit. And so I put, I put on a ton of weight two years ago and I'm like squatting again. I'm like in my, in my garage, I'm like doing dribble drills, bro. Like I'm trying to get myself back on the court and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, fuck what the doctor says. Like I'm trying to fucking, I'm having my little, <laughs> my little Rocky Renaissance Come moment. Back. Like the trying to get back out there. So yeah, so my my dream is to be able to hoop again. Like I I want to I want to be able to uh, join like a rec league or whatever. So that's I'm trying to work myself back to to hoop shape. But don't let them tell you no, dog. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. They say you can't do Hell it. Hell yeah, you do it anyway, bro. You don't fucking <laughs> take that. You don't take no for an answer. So goddamn right, you're an inspiration to all of us, Zach. Yes. that's what I'm talking about, kid. Congrats, good for you. You look great. I'm I I started working out and dieting this week too, and I feel awful. Um, <laughs> you know, the worst, worst week of my last like ten years of my life. What? Uh, I couldn't Why? I couldn't walk down a, a slight incline because my fucking legs were jello all week. Um, oh really? I hopped on Cody's Cody's training routine, and I got such a fat ass that he always does like ninety percent of the workouts are like hamstring related, like squats <laughs> and lunges like, and, and, and like, step ups, and like my legs are just like, dude, we haven't you haven't been active for like six years. What are you doing to me? And I'm pushing them now. I didn't have any knee surgeries. So I was just in Alaska and I was lazy, so I, uh, I bounced back, hopped in there, and I've uh, hated my life, but I feel good. You know, um, I feel like I have more energy. So, yeah, we're we're doing it, you know, and I'm drinking seltzers today. I'm not even drinking heavy beer like, you know, New Year, new us. Who dis? I'm at health kick. 2021, who dis? They ain't ready for it. We got a fucking jam-packed episode coming your way today. We have not only the recap of the WandaVision series, but we are doing a beverage breakdown with JR, and we have a very, very special guest later on in the episode, Thomas Kellogg, TK from Workaholics. So stoked he got to hop on, and we had a fucking blast talking to him. Big. So yep. before we get into that episode, let's dive into that beverage breakdown with our boy JR. So today, he always grabs the fattest fucking cans, dude. It only looks fat because I'm smaller. Have you ever seen Shaq? It's like the opposite effect of Shaq, okay? Shaq, it's you, also you, the you camera angle, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like to get you that, that fat ass can. Uh, you just like it. Me, see if I get oh, too God. Fit. so phallic when you put it like that. Why you, <laughs> you said the opposite effect of Shaq. And I got the opposite effect <laughs> yeah. of Shaq, all right? Everything, yeah, his normal size looks like tiny things to him. Normal size to me seems like large. But this is actually a uh, a pint. Um, It's a 12 ounce. So I picked out uh, Nevada Hop Bullet Double IPA. Um, I heard it was pretty good. So I wanted to give it a Double IPA, you're going to hate it. I guarantee you, bro. I can't it. hate nothing until I taste it. You gotta let me taste yeah. it before I don't, hate don't, it. Don't set it. Don't set him up like that, man. Maybe he'll like it. My bad. My bad. Um, You're gonna love it, dude. You're gonna love that from Sierra Nevada. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's got a, a eight eight percent. Well, uh, ABV. It's got a. It's <laughs> pretty high, bro. It's a heavy. It's a heavy hitter. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's got a. It's a fifty-five uh, bitter bitterness units. So I'm probably leaning towards not liking it already, but it's all right. Um. It does come in two cans. Does come in a, a twelve ounce and a nineteen point two. So I did get the right, the smaller one. Um, it just looks huge. It just yeah, does. Giant. It, the angle, you know. Um, but it's pretty thin. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like a fatty or nothing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's give it a taste. Can I do that on on the mic? <sighs> where's your frozen glass? Um, I don't. Yeah, where's do your frozen glass. mug? I drink at it like I'm I'm homeless, right out of the oh can. Oh God. You gotta put a paper bag over that shit then. 
Oh, but I have to show the label. So it's I like know. a conundrum. I'm faced all the time with you guys critiquing me. All right, stop stalling. Throw Jeez. it back, baby. I want to see this reaction. Ooh, that's smooth. It's not that bitter at all. Ooh, oh, really? really? Yeah. Ooh, I'm liking that's this. That's surprising. Did you see my oh, face? Oh, shit. Did you see my face? Yeah. I, no, I, feel like you, I feel like you didn't make a face at all. You either picked up some good acting chops, or you enjoy that beer. No, I'm I'm becoming a man. I found a fa uh, a chest hair the other day, right right here. <laughs> no, you did not. You no, found I, one. I swear to God, but I had Amber pluck it because it was weird just having one. You bought a house and you found a chest hair, dude. In the same weekend, though. Same weekend. It's, it's a getting, big weekend. It was, it was a thick one too. It was like a freaking cable cord just hanging there. So. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. Now, now I'm drinking. Bro, how did you? How are you gonna find your first chest hair and then get rid of it? It was so odd yeah, bro, and so he's like, dark. He, bro, it, dog, it, it, he's been working for like 30 years live, to sprout. No, it you was, gotta let it, that live. <laughs> it was like a string to my heart. It was literally that thick and it was right here. It was not <laughs> oh pleasant. It's not pleasant. Your body intrigues me in so many ways, JR. It does. It so, uh, what are you getting off? The, what are you getting off that palate, bro? What are you tasting? Um, so obviously the bitterness is is very very low. Like I'm not tasting a bitter at all. It actually almost tastes like a light beer to me. Um, mm. it, I do taste the citrus, which is, yeah, I do taste the citrus, which I'm loving. I can feel like you can get drunk off of this pretty quick because you can hammer you down can. this, this beer. Yeah, you're already drunk. This can. Pretty sure. I see the cheeks getting rosy. I don't get rosy cheeks. I'm, I'm kind of brown. I got, I, don't, I got a yellow undertone. <laughs> not a red undertone. 8% though, dog. Like Orange you, cheeks. Then. That, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like, I that's think that's not this, a game. This is not a game and it's easy to drink. This is again, we always compare this to like, what can we eat this with? I feel like a, a double cheeseburger and fries it definitely kind of scared. always the cheeseburger for you always you a double burgers double cheeseburger grilled onions fries and this beer will be a nice summer breezy day on the deck oh my new deck which i gotta pee off of because that's tradition but that'll happen yes you do wait and we'll what? be there with you you yeah. have to pee off your deck as off. a tradition that's a when tradition you get a new house yeah when you get a new house you pee off your deck whose tradition it's i don't you know that's what i your territory dog yeah no one I mean, you guys are just so unanimously deck? on the same page. Like, I'm wondering if that's actually a thing. I did, I've it, never heard of that before. I've, I've heard it many times. I've had many people tell me, make sure you pee really? off your deck. Yeah. If you haven't peed off your deck yet, Zach, you technically don't really own the house. So I have not peed off my deck. Shit. You, you can like, have to pee off my deck. People do that? It's up for grabs. <laughs> it's up for grabs, bro. <laughs> I think you guys are trolling me. No, I swear to you, I've had many people tell me to pee off the, the back of my deck and mark my Tell you what, man. I'll come to your house. I'll pee off your deck, Zach. I'll take care of it for you. Absolutely not. I'll step Absolutely. up and be that man for you. Absolutely uh, not. Yeah. Uh, I give this bear a, as a good beer. I said I recommend it. Tasty. Nice. We got a win from Sierra Nevada. JR recommends. That's that's fucking high praise. So very congratulations, Sierra. I know you were waiting for that response. Because <laughs> the last one I had, I don't for. think I liked it at all. One of these days. No, you haven't liked them. One of these days, and maybe this is a question for Jordan might already know, but what's I wonder just what the difference between an IPA and a double IPA is. And if, like, the process of making something a double IPA might actually remove bitterness from the So IPA. from what I understand, it's uh, double the ingredients, like double the hops. Mm -hmm. um, so it just usually adds more. It's usually heavier alcohol Oh, content. so it actually should be more bitter. Yeah, I've yeah. had a double IPA where I could barely sip it. Like, I was at a, a bar with wow. my buddy Kobe, and I, he's like, dude, I'll get what you're getting. And he's a double IPA guy, and he's like, you're not going to like what I'm getting. And I'm not, dude, I'm a man. I'll do it. And I... I drank it and I didn't like it, so he. I have it. a chest hair. I'll do it. Yeah, I got yeah. one chest wow. hair. That's before the chest. Okay, so that's a double IPA that you actually like. So that that's. I a, actually this this is the that first must one. be a real special. That's a unicorn. That's, yeah. a, that's unicorn. a unicorn. Right we there. found a unicorn, ladies and gentlemen.
JR, thanks for that beverage breakdown. Now, let's go to our boy Z for the stressful 60-second synopsis of the WandaVision finale. All right, I'm about to crush this. You guys both are trash at this, and I'm about to just watch me. Watch me dominate. All right, you ready? Hold on. Let me get my thoughts together. (laughs) All right, we don't have all day. All right, I'm sure that's that's wonderful audio for our listening public. You have three thoughts. Listen to me think. Round them up. All right. Three, two, one. Hit him. All right, so this is the season finale of WandaVision. Uh, Wanda and Agatha are in a witch fight. It's about to be a what? Witch fight! And so they're like throwing magic at each other and stuff. And meanwhile, the white vision comes into Westview. And the white vision and the color vision fight. And it's like a race war between the visions. And then they're like flying around. The kids are there running around and shit. And then ultimately... Uh, it looks like Wanda's getting her shit tossed, to be honest, and, like, Agatha's taking her power, but Wanda, like, do, does the runes on the sides of Westview, and then all of a sudden makes Agatha, uh, have zero powers. Vision, uh, I guess, transfers his memories to the White Vision, so now the White Vision is actually Vision, and so that happens, um, and the, uh, what else happens? The Hydra guy who we think the director is, uh, in there and he gets arrested cause he's a bad guy. And, uh, ultimately we find out that Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. She becomes the Scarlet Witch. She gets her costume and then she goes away into hiding. She lets everybody go. <laughs> oh, <investing>. oh. <laughs> 105, bro. I saw I you panicking to, I had, when, the, when the screen started shaking, I had bro. To, I had to punch that last one in because, like, I knew I was past a minute. But I was like, bro, this is, like, the biggest one of the biggest things ever is that they, she lets everybody go. So I had, to, I had to sacrifice that five seconds at the end. That's okay. You did. You did good. You did well. I think you encapsulated everything. Thanks, man. Um, the show's over. Initial thoughts. JR, how do you feel, man? How do you feel about the ending? I, uh, I felt... I didn't. I, I know people felt robbed. I didn't feel robbed. I felt um, people felt robbed. Some people I'd be felt interested robbed. In that take. Um, I I, yeah, I heard I that. I can go into that take because I feel the same way. Oh, I uh, right. I um I enjoyed the show. It was a great show. It was more of a continuation to something different. I think. Um, and I I enjoyed it. I it had the la- It felt like watching a movie. It felt like watching a thirty minute movie. Um, the action, the uh, sci fi, the uh, uh, the CGI. I mean. I mean, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, she's becoming like the sweetheart of America these days. So I think that being able to her to see, you know, in action and, and kind of see the conclusion, which this show has taken us up and down and winding around. It, it finally came to kind of a I, I'm going to call it a soft conclusion because I think Disney's on this path of of uh, just tricking the shit out of us about everything. And um, so I'm going to give it a I think I'm going to give it a, a, a 7.5 um, just because it's a beginning. But I think it's a solid show. It's very entertaining. I'm gonna watch it again with my wife because she didn't get to watch it, and now she's behind on the, the um, you know, the MCU phase. So, um, but I think it's worth it. So yeah, I I quite okay dug it. Yep. Seven point five is that for the finale or for the entire series? That's for the finale. I think for the series, I want to give it a little bit higher. I think if you average it out, I think it comes. I think it was like a like an eight point eight or something. I think it was very entertaining throughout. Um, beginning okay. was hard, but. Yeah, I think a high eight, entertaining, loved it. Is uh, I mean, it looked beautiful. The show looked beautiful. It, nothing looked cheap, so I was very, very, very happy with that. Yeah, 
Yeah, visuals were amazing, especially when shit would get like kind of glitchy and it'd have like yeah, that yeah. little like old school TV screen vibe. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoyed that. Um, I'll go next, Zach. You can conclude. I think that soft finale is a good way to put it. I didn't think that we really got much information out of this. Um, I was hoping for more kind of like here's what's going to happen next. Here's yeah. some kind of hints about the future of the MCU, and they were very close close to the chest there. And you know that is what it is. I'm not gonna say I hated it. It was entertaining. It was kind of like a to a certain extent, kind of like a fireball show, like kind of like Kamehameha waves going back and forth with the witch fights. Um, the vision <laughs> the fight vision, was disappointing. Laser beams, like, just yeah, back yeah. and forth. Yeah, it was a, kind of like a, a DBZ episode, which was kind of cool, but it's also nothing to do with, like, I, I don't know. The, they did so much strategy throughout the entire series, and then to end it with just kind of like a firefight that had little impact and little depth behind it. A little disappointed with that. Um, no, didn't see Mephisto. I got some Easter eggs, so hopefully kind of give us some hints on what's going to happen with that later on. But, um, Agatha was the big baddie of the series. That's kind of what, what that conclusion was. Ralph was a, was a no show. It was just a, a resident, which was really weird how they used Evan Peters there. I'm kind of curious what happens with that. Does that mean he can't be Quicksilver now in the MCU because they used him in WandaVision as Ralph? Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the case, that's disappointing because he's a great actor and I love that character. So there was just some confused confusion. Just less, like, ah, I didn't really get everything I wanted. But overall, great fucking series. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought we talked about it all the way through. You know, it started off a little slow, but we were kind of anticipating that. Caught around quick, really impressed us. And then it closed out, you know, a little soft to me, but it closed out. So I give it an 8.5 as a series. That's pretty high. Z. That's pretty high, bro. I was really impressed with the with the heart of it, and I think that it accomplished what it wanted to accomplish. I just wanted more, but that I guess, wasn't its goal. I guess. I guess now that I'm I'm hearing that take, I I feel like I actually agree a lot with a lot of what you just said. I I think that I mean, so I came into this. I mean, I know I've said this a million times, but with not the highest expectations, and I, I was pleasantly surprised throughout. I think that it, first of all, I think it was really well done in in just execution. I think that the idea to kind of go through um decades of sitcom culture and every episode move it up 10 years and see how things have changed but also tell this story of of Westview and Wanda and Vision I think was actually pretty fucking genius like I've never seen anything like that before and so execution was was super high for me um I still don't love the characters though like I think that at the end the episode finale like that firefight would have been more impactful for me if I would have been more invested in the characters themselves. And I just am not like, I, I just, I can't find myself to, to buy vision. Like I just can't, I I just, I feel like he's like a B list Avenger, if that, and I think Wanda is too, in a lot of ways. And I think that they're trying to push her up to that kind of a list, like Scarlet, Witch, maybe even big baddie of phase four, which I think could very well be. Um, But so I think I agree. I think that the finale didn't, wasn't super impactful for me, but overall I think the show was um, exceeded expectations and I'd, I'd give it a nine. I think it was really good. Um, and, and it was inventive. Uh, and you know, it sets up phase four uh, in a great way because I think that even though we have a bit more information about the direction we think MCU is going to go in, we still don't know. We're still sitting here guessing. And so is every, every other content creator around um, MCU that nobody really knows. And I actually think that we were, pretty pretty sold on mephisto being big baddie in this and i i actually am kind of starting to like back away from that that take i i don't i don't know if it's going to be mephisto i think it actually might be kathan um but yeah anyway i thought it could be both 
It could be, yeah, it could be both. And I and, and the other thing yeah. too is that I, Agatha ended up being the big baddie of this series, but I think that there's still going to be connections to her and and something else that that push her to to do what she's doing and and be who she is. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's cool. I think I think it was a better show than I thought. The ending fell, you know, a little bit flat, but um, I still don't care about Vision. <laughs> Monster, moral of the story, fuck Vision. Yeah. Uh, so that puts us at an 8.8, .8, which I think is pretty solid. Does anybody have the Rotten Tomatoes score uh -oh. for the series? <clears throat> grab that real quick. Do you want to pull that up? All right, let me delve into the Easter eggs while you're doing that. So there wasn't – I mean, there was some, that, but none of them that was really, like, that important, and the one that could have been is really a stretch. So I'll go through what I found. Um, obviously, when Wanda throws the car into Agatha and they just showed the shoes under the car mm – -hmm. Direct nod to Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. witch in the boots. Mm -hmm. That's that's kind of a no-brainer. Um, when Wanda cast a spell in Agatha's ear on the rooftop, when she zoomed up to her real quick and whispered in her ear, and then she was encapsulated in her own nightmare, uh, that was a nod to Age of Ultron. She did the same thing in that movie. Um, going to the first cut scene after the credits with uh, Monica and the scroll, um, Obviously, that's leading to another Captain Marvel storyline, which, fuck, who, who was excited about that? Not me. Um, but also, they're talking Secret Invasion, yep. potentially, storylines, which, JR, you know more about that than mm -hmm. I do. Is that is that potentially what's going to be coming, you think? It could be. I, with S.W.O.R.D. and being everything intergalactical, I think um, we still, we're still waiting for a Guardians movie to come out. I mean, so I think it can be, and it all connects. <laughs> so uh, Secret Invasions okay. is an intense storyline, so... Um, I can see it. So you said that the 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 cussing at the end, the Cree showing up for uh, Monica Rambo was a nod to her eventuality in the Captain Marvel world. It was Scroll, not Cree, right? Uh, Scroll, yeah, they're the ones with Scroll. Yeah, Cree are yeah. the. Oh, like, okay, yeah. Cap Cree is Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, okay, yeah, I'm that. confused by this. So, so who the fuck was that, and who was he talking about? I thought she meant Captain Marvel. Is who I thought she meant, like the. Up in the sky, like Alpha Flight, you that's know. That probably makes sense. It might have been uh, Captain Marvel. Alpha Flight yeah. is like, yeah. uh, you know, they're a team out in the, you know, so. Okay. I just don't give a shit about that portion of the story. Is the scroll no, and Captain Marvel? It hasn't Marvel's. been great, so. No. Yeah. Um, another one. This is and this is kind of a stretch. So when Agatha was on the rooftop and she revealed the Darkhold, which is the Book of the Damned, mm -hmm. uh, which has a lot of ties to Doctor Strange, obviously. Um, there was a billboard behind her, and on the billboard there was a line that says "harnessing the power of the earth," and that was MB um, as like the acronym above it. And there's theorizing that MB is Mephisto and Blackheart, which is Mephisto, and Blackheart is his son. And um, they have tons of ties to Strange, Scarlet, Spider-Man, and the harnessing the power of the earth. They think something has to do with that, but also. In the very same, or in the very second cutscene, when Wanda is uh, in her little secluded getaway at the base of a mountain, she's studying the dark hold with her astral projection, which is exactly mm -hmm. what Doctor Strange was doing in his his standalone movie. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a tie to him. And then she hears her kids crying, which is theorized that if she's studying the dark hold and hears her kids crying while doing so, that they're trapped in Mephisto's realm of the damned. So. That could be that kind of nod, um, but mm. very, very, very loose strings yeah. attached to these things. That's very, it's pretty stretched out there. Yeah, so nothing concrete that I could find. Did you notice anything, JR? Anything jump off the page to you? Um, about no. what's going to be coming? 
Not really. I mean, that, the only thing I thought was the, the Kree stuff. And then, you know, with her, I knew that Doctor Strange was going to be connected somehow because, I mean, she's in it. And so. One other cool thing about that scene is the theme, the music behind that scene, that mm -hmm. second cutscene, is the Doctor Strange theme slowed down. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's just, that's the only thing I could think of. Comic book wise, I mean, it's kind of a mix and match kind of deal. I mean, when I think of the Mother Earth, I think of, of Gaia, which is what Zach and kind of researched last week about, you know, Gathorn and, and the Earth and all that kind of stuff. So she's, you know, that's the only thing I could think of when I saw that, but I could be wrong, obviously. What if we were wrong? What about the move. what about the potential of uh Scarlet Witch being the big bad? That's a possibility. I, I think that the Dark Hold that book seems to be uh attributed or compared a lot to the One Ring. Like mm -hmm. in the sense of like Cathan put all of his evil and darkness and terrible shit into this one book and it's like all encompassing and it always like corrupts absolutely and so Wanda's getting like just deep into that thing like she's going all in on that thing um and if the Darkhold is what everybody's saying it is and what it's been in the comics then only evil can come from that thing right I mean there can only be bad that comes from that book so what if she becomes a Scarlet Witch, but as a Scarlet Witch ends up being like that? I, I I'm gonna say anything. But I think we're looking possible. at House of M, and yeah. right, yeah. and I think if we are looking at that, um, I'm kind of all for it. And the reason why is because when have we had a villain in a major motion picture or series that has given us so much? expose on how that villain became what they are to the point that like we understand as deeply as we would if Wanda becomes bad so like because we just watched her lose everything her have to like lose her husband and family again and like all this tragic shit has happened to her and then she ends up being bad I think it would be a very interesting experience for viewers to be able to like watch her do all this evil shit and be like, oh, F her, Avengers, get her. But then be also be able to remember, like, WandaVision. In WandaVision, when she tried to do good, she had to choose between the town and her family. Like, that scene when, like, her family was getting disintegrated as uh, Westview was kind of, like, coming down and she had to, like, make a call in that moment. That shit was, like, pretty yeah. heart-wrenching in that, that scene. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's a unique... Uh, opportunity that MCU has to build a villain up, like from the ground level, from this from this perspective, that I would be all for. Like I think that'd be sick. I think the closest that we've had to that is Magneto, which is ironic because it's her dad. But yep, we saw him his origin. We've seen him as mm. a good guy on the good team, and we see him go bad, and mm -hmm. we know why. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, that's kind of the only thing I can think of that would be kind of that close closely attached. Magneto's so side. so dope. I know he's a good guy, and that's what we love about Magneto: is antiheroism, his relatability. Yeah, and that, and that it's not just sides. a pure object of evil, but like actually a person that's been through things that you know that you can relate to. Like those yeah. are the best yeah. stories. Those are yeah. the best stories. The stories that are that are just drowning in gray area, and there's very little black and white to be found. Like those are the best, and I feel like yeah. that's that seems to me like what they're trying to build here, and I just I'm all for that. Like that'd be tight. That's that's pretty fun. That'd be pretty fun. I mean, we're all. I mean, Disney has done a good job so far with mixing and and tricking the crap out of us. So I'm I'm ecstatic 
for I, at this point. I think being open and being and seeing what they put on the table is going to be pretty awesome. Wait, you want to do the Rotten Tomato? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the Rotten Tomato score? One division. So season one, the uh, audience has it at eighty-one percent. The full season. Okay. Uh, critics have it at ninety-one. So pretty high. We're right there in that middle. A little, yeah. a little closer to the critics, yeah. ironically. We're usually with the audience on that. So, okay. Yeah. We're starting to get professional at this. Professional cynics. A little tip of the uh, cap there. But uh, for just for the season finale, the critics have it at 82%. So we're pretty much okay. spot on there. Which is where right where we're at on, yeah. on all that. So, yeah, we actually got in. We're pretty much right with the critics on both the season finale and the, uh, the full season. Uh, rating so. good love it because we'd be experts cool. out here and shit all right well, saying we'd be... <laughs> <laughs> well you know we have another uh person hopping on this episode that will give us his thoughts on wandavision so uh without further ado uh we'll take a quick commercial break and then we'll be back with tk from workaholics hey what up popheads it's your boy jordan just checking in late and we got a song upcoming here and the reason the song's upcoming is because we got our boy tk aka thomas kellogg on this interview from workaholics and he has some goddamn pipes bro and you got to hear this guy spread his gospel so without further ado here's palm springs
podcast guest on the show man i mean seriously zach feel my nips you can't even imagine i mean i get that you're excited but i'm also a little bit buttered that i do every episode with you and i don't make you equally excited like i think that there's something that maybe we should discuss offline um, about how you're gonna I'm say you're buttered because you, you couldn't feel my nips through the That's... zoom call which i'd be buttered about that, <laughs> that too, too. <laughs> but enough about our sexual relations we got the man thomas kellogg aka tk ukulele aka TK the Duncan Genie from Workaholics. What's good, TK? How you doing, I'm man? Good, baby. I'm oh good. Oh my fucking god. What's up? What's up, party people? <laughs> Not a whole lot, man. Just doing some day drinking at 10 a.m. on a Sunday. So pretty standard <laughs> stuff. That's okay. You guys are West Coast, right? So you guys are actually yeah. 10 o'clock, yep. right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're in L.A., right? I'm in yeah. L.A. I just, I, I mean, I'm, I did a smoothie though. Oh look at you. He's he's on the he's LA on his health kick. We're about to black out. We're having a <laughs> we're having a Sunday fun day. All because yeah. of you, TK. I don't even know if I have alcohol or I have weed. I don't have alcohol, though. <laughs> hey, that's a Sunday fun day. You can smoke it up, choke it up. <laughs> what do you do in Hollywood on a Sunday? What's, or LA? What's, what's, the, what's the Sunday jam? It just feels like there's so many people around, and everybody, it's so scary to be around people. So yeah. it's, you just sit in the house and play with the cat. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a and good idea. And by that, that, I mean, I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Translation accepted. I'm down with that. Bro. I went closer to the to the camera, but my microphone's over here. You went closer so to the screen. <laughs> I went closer to the screen. Yeah, but it was delivered perfectly for us. Thank yeah, you. that's what matters. That's actually what matters. Oh shit! I mean, you're obviously a man of many titles. Uh, the introduction had to kind of explain that, but you also have so much on your. You wear many hats with all that bomb ass content you're putting out there to bless the world with. You got music, you got photography, you got directing, you got the sailor hat putting on right now. You got a yacht, apparently. Like, what's your origin story, bro? How'd you get to where you are today? My origin story. Oh shit! Uh... Yeah, it's comic book, comic book terminology, man. <laughs> Bro, so I, I, you know, I guess we could start. Uh, I, I grew up like Mormon, actually. So I don't know if that's like origin story. <laughs> you sound so surprised. Healthy, <laughs> You're up. surprised by your own. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a weird thing usually. And like, uh, you know, I, I wanted to party, so it's like it was hard to do that. And I played football. What position you play in football? Defensive back, baby. Oh shit. Okay, I see you. I, I was fucking super small, like uh, June. Freshman to junior year, and then senior year, I just hit the weight room like crazy and, and took the spot. That's what's up. Respect. Respect. I can tell. I mean, it stuck with you. You still got game, bro? I got these shoulders. Yes, I have a lot of game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, like, I'm very, I'm, I'm extremely athletic. You can ask anybody. If anybody listens to this, you can ask, you can ask Blake Anderson how athletic I am, because I used to fuck him up. He's left-handed, but I used to fuck him up all the time. Basketball. Dude, I've seen him stroking basketball. He's got that touch, He's man. good. He's good because he's left-handed and people aren't used to it, but ask, ask him. Everybody flood his, flood his inbox, please. Flood his DM. Who wins in a one-on-one game? Yeah. Like, um, 
Yeah, so then I went to college. You know, I did improv. You know, did improv with the dudes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that how you met him? That's where I met him. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was kind of like the loner there. Uh, but I guess I guess they all were. Everybody was coming from different angles. Right. We're all a bunch of like, oh, you like doing this stuff too? You like doing it? So it's like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're a little weird? Cool, me too. Yeah, we all were a little weird. And uh, I remember our improv coach told everybody, like, told all the dudes, like, yeah, you guys are great, you guys are great. And then he said, like, it ain't for you, bro. And he was kind of right, but... <laughs> he, uh, he, it ain't for you, bro. I mean, he, 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 he was kind of right. I mean, it, it was for them. I remember one of them said, like, my, my acting teacher said... You would be great on SNL, but he was like my serious acting coach, and my improv coach said I should stick to serious acting. Huh. It was like, Mixed damn. Messages. Like, not, like, you don't like me because of this, and he doesn't like me because of that? Like, what the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I, I did a couple short films. I, I did a couple festivals. Then I had a kid. had a couple kids. Then I got divorced, and it was just like, after that, I was like picking stuff up. Damn, I got divorced, like, right when... This is gonna get deep. I got divorced right when, like, Workaholics... My episode of Workaholics hit. Oh, really? Yeah, and I had a pilot on Adult Swim. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, shit. They paid for a pilot. Yeah. They didn't pick it up. Yeah. All this shit was going on at the same time, and, like, I was, like, trying to pick up my life, mm-hmm. so it was, like... That's a lot. feel like I hit a home run, but, like, I was injured when I hit the home run, so I couldn't run around the base. Damn, bro. What a metaphor. Hold your hammy coming out the box. Whoops. Hold a hammy, but, like... <laughs> but... But because of that, like, I got, I got grounded, you know, like, I, I kind of got more grounded and uh, started making stuff with Kyle. Did uh, this thing called Mega Summer Hit. I don't know if you guys ever seen Mega Summer Hit. Mm-mm. It's a movie we made. It's like a mockumentary we made just uh, about, like, my life, kind of. Uh, you ever seen that movie, that movie with um, Joaquin Phoenix, where it's like a mockumentary? Oh, yeah. I'm still here. I'm still here. It's kind of like that. Hey, put that fucking hat on. Put that fucking hat on behind you, bro. Let's be bro. Right, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. I got you, dog. I got you. Dude, dog. <laughs> We're about to set sail on this bitch, man. Let's go. Let's go. Go, Captain. Let's go. Like it. Oh, I'm the captain now. I was I was just curious about like I like the that metaphor you used when you were like I feel like I hit a home run but I was like injured when I was running through the bases because you were going through some like real life shit. Because I feel like you know, we're all fans of Workaholics. We watch that show and we feel like, bro, that must be like the best job in the world. It looks like so much fucking fun. It looks like they're all just like having a great time and partying and stuff. And I just wonder like your experience on it because you were going through real life shit. Like, were you able to like feel like you were escaping it by working with those guys and doing all that shit? Or were you like kind of bringing that in? Because you actually had like a pretty deep scene at the end of, of your episode where like, yeah, where, like, your character was, you know, oh, yeah. shit, he's actually in a car. Like, he actually needed that money and stuff, which I feel like is, like, a different tone that Workaholics takes in, in itself. So I'm just wondering, like, how it felt to be injured but also have to be, like, hilarious and deep and do all this, like, amazing acting and shit on that episode. I mean, it was going down. It was, like, I really was in, like, the deepest, darkest spot of my, probably of my life. Yeah. And it was, like, the next day. I was on set, yeah, and it, the, my first day on the workaholic set was my biggest day. It was me. It was the dunking mm-hmm. scene. It was eight hours of me at the center of this thing, just like okay, holding it together. Damn. Oh, now I got. Now we're doing my part with Jillian. Now we're doing the guys looking at me, so I have to do it on that thing. And it was like, 
And Kyle didn't even direct that episode. And Kyle's my homie, so it was like, it, Kyle was there because he was producing it, so I was like talking to him on the mm-hmm. side. But like, uh, it was Rob Schwab. And he was, he was cool, but like, I was just standing there. I felt, I felt like alone, but I was with so many people. It was, it was like Damn. craziest thing. It was like the most growing moment of my life, I'd say. Damn. Yeah. It was, well, you fucking crushed it, dude. That role. I, I mean, mean how I, I mean, how old I am, y'all. <laughs> I, you know, you gotta go for yeah. it. <laughs> Tell people I'm 19 and shit. <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah. That's right. what it is. Did you ad lib those songs or were those like? like no, I wrote those? that. So they wrote that episode from stuff I was doing. So like, I made this uh, video of me dunking for Blake Griffin because I was a huge <laughs> Blake Griffin fan. I was like, my man, you are the best. Did you jump over a car? No, I did not. Jump over a Kia. <laughs> I was trying to tell him what he should do for the dunk contest. <laughs> and so, like, I would, like, so you should wear, like, a witch hat or you should, like, put an eye patch on. And, should, <laughs> and so, like, you can, I'll, I'll, I'll email you guys all these, uh, all these old sketches, but, like. Oh, fuck, please do. <clears throat> and so they saw that. They wrote something from that. And then I was also actually an Aladdin impersonator. What? I was what? <laughs> I got I got paid a hundred bucks. I'll send you this picture what? too, bro. Oh my god! Like yeah. that's on your resume, professional <laughs> Aladdin impersonator. I was a hundred percent. I got paid a hundred bucks to go to this uh, this party, and it was like a Middle Eastern party too. So I was Aladdin at this like <laughs> Middle Eastern. Everybody oh, else, shit. Like so, I felt like, damn, is this like this is like a version of blackface? I felt <laughs> yeah. for a second. It's like I'm like. I'm coming to your party dressed like this is. It was weird, uh, and it. I'll send you the picture. Yeah, dude. I'll tell you what. It was that was surreal. And even like I remember a kid came up to me because I was like, not really in character, and he's like, "Hi, uh, my name is this," and I said, "Hi, I'm I'm Tom I'm Tom Ladin," because I was about to say my real name. Yeah, Tom Ladin. And I might not have got my hundred bucks, so I I just called myself Tom Ladin the rest of the night. <laughs> I bet you killed a whole new world, though, bro. I bet you can crush that. That song. bro, it was over. It's karaoke. Yeah. You don't fuck with me and karaoke. One thing you don't do is you don't fuck with me with karaoke and the dumb bitches with internet. I don't know if you know who the dumb bitches with internet. Are. I saw their shit. Yeah, I saw some of their songs. <laughs> That's Eduardo Franco from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, I recognized him. Yeah, and George and George Flores, man, Nixon. He's like one of the best producers. I call him. He's a young Dre, bro. He's the best. Best in the biz. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of which, I mean, I heard you singing on the show, obviously, and you hit those, you hit those pipes, bro. And then I saw Palm Springs, which is one of your jams that's out there, man. How'd you that get music the video music too, bro? Dude, the music video this... with you like falling back in the pool and in the yeah. bed. That's directed by Netflix's own Angela Lopez. Beautiful. Angela Vega, oh. aka Angela Vega. Yeah. Damn. Oh shit, man, dude, that that music video changed my life. That song changed my life. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt right now because of Hell it. Hell yeah. And I, mostly because I didn't know you could scooter on flip with flip flops. I've always been afraid of that, but you proved that f- theory wrong in that music video. You, I probably proved that you can't because I, I eat it. I you would... did eat shit, <laughs> <laughs> but you were brave enough to do it. I wouldn't even step on the scooter. So this pandemic got me learning some skills I wish I always knew. I always I always knew how to sing and kind of write songs, but like having like learning chords and all that stuff just helped me out. Also, there's this. Uh, you guys heard of Rick Beato? Mm-hmm. So he's on he's on YouTube. He like does this thing called uh, "What Makes This Song Great," and he like breaks down songs. Like he'll take 
the bass line from a song and he'll he'll, he'll solo it and be like, oh, this is this. Like, this is for David Bowie's uh, Let's Dance. Mm. And so, like, I just learned how to deconstruct songs, like reverse deconstruct songs and then make my own, my own up. You about to drop an album, bro? I'm leaking out an album. I'm, you about I'm, to leak I'm an album? On, I'm about to leak an album. You know what I'm Hell saying? yeah. I still got to put down, I, I got to, I have uh, little June bugs out there, but I kind of want to do a ukulele version of it. Oh, well. Um, I got a song for my son I'm working on. I got a- And Little June Bug's a song you sang in the episode, right? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, so I mean that's what we're doing, man. We're just uh I just wanna I just wanna make music and like have fun. Fuck yeah, bro. We actually made a song. We performed a song live at one of our shows, me and Zach and JR. It was a ballad of a a mutant heartthrob. <laughs> and I don't know if you know X Men at all, but it was basically comparing Gambit and Cyclops to see who was more handsome. Gambit, bro. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying, yes. God, TK dog. <laughs> yes. I gotta take my hat off, bro. I thought we were homies. Oh, oh, Why is I thought we were homies, bro? You're on the wait, right we, team. I'm never gonna. Are we saying who has more? Wait, wait, that, right? oh, hold up. Are we talking about sex appeal? Because Gambit's got it like oozing out of him. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. He's got them fingers. He got them fingers, baby. I feel like he Cyclops got that magic has touch, son. Record, bro, he, he gets all the shorties, dog. He's got Jean Gray. Does he have Jean Gray or him? Jean Grey dominates that shit. He's a cuck. He's psych- he's he's cucklops. Cucklops. Bro, this has been like a year and a half debate that I feel like you just shattered in this. It's one over, bro. Games. Anybody else? But like, you picked the sexiest dude on the X Men with the least like dorkiest dude on the X Men. Yep. And you want me to pick? Fuck, yep. dude. Yep. TK. Me actually. TK hopped on this call twenty minutes early. Hashtag cutlops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm so oh happy. That God, is amazing. This is terrible it's, for me. That's amazing. It's it's one of the things Zach is just he doesn't live anything down ever on this show. I mean he he picked Black Panther <laughs> to go to trash, and of course that didn't happen. Uh, obviously, no, epic movie. <laughs> he thought he thought Black Panther wasn't going to be a big movie. No, he thought it was. Bro, okay, 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 okay. One star right, trash right, can. If we're going, if we're doing <laughs> this, then we're, I have to explain myself. So, I, I don't know if you've ever read Black Panther comics leading up to the Black Panther movie, but they're fucking okay. trash, bro. They're bad. They're tough. They are super bad. And so, I thought that based on the source material they had. They were going to try to recreate some of the source material instead of like spinning off on their own shit. And it was going to be ass because the source material was ass. I was wrong. Like, I'm taking that L for sure. But like, yeah. You trust the director, bro. That director has, has only spit fire. Yeah, I know. He, do, he does uh, he does Creed and shit too, which is fucking amazing. Dude, he doesn't just do Creed. That's a dude that went to fucking Sylvester Stallone and said, yo, I love your stuff. Can I please write creed and make creed he convinced yeah. the creator of rocky to give him wow. rocky that's fucking that's amazing yeah i didn't know that yeah i take the l on that i i i, I was wrong obviously yeah bro. big wrong yeah <laughs> moral of the story is zach takes a lot of l's on yeah. the show and he just took another we one. lost so beer you, we've lost i met i met black panther at comic-con actually. no way no fucking way wow you met chadwick yeah i met chadwick we were both in uh we were both trying to get into the party <laughs> Chadwick was trying to get into the party. He trying to get into the party, we both were like not because it was like on another floor. It was like on there. There was like they let you into this hotel, and then they put you on like the second to top floor as a holding yeah. area. 
And then they led everybody up to the rooftop where the party is. Is there just like one main fat party after every Comic-Con that like... Two parties that you got to go okay. to. Okay. I, I think I'm getting in this the right order. There's the FX party. Okay. On Friday, which is like the okay party. It's like, it's kind of the party where you get really crazy. And then there's the Entertainment Weekly party that's like, that's like the governor's ball. You know, like... Okay. Um, yeah. It's like high end shit. That's where all the, the stars see. and shit go. So, so was this the governor's ball or was this the FX party? This was the governor's. I believe this was the governor's ball. All right. But like he was set. It was like the years Black Panther was coming out. Word. So not everybody knew. So everybody, there's like a room full of like 30 people. They let everybody into the party except for me and Chadwick. What? Me and Chadwick are standing in there with one guard, and I'm like, I'm looking at Chadwick, I'm like, like, yo, I know who you are. And, he, and he's looking at me, he's like, okay, yeah, he's like very, very nice. And I look at the guy, I'm like, this guy's Black Panther, bro. You're not going to let Black Panther in? He's like, I'm, I'm just TK, but like, this is, like, he's like, I don't know who TK is here. I said, I'm just TK, but this is Black Panther. And, and like, for real, like, he basically did some Wakanda shit, and he like, Kind of calmed me down. He's like, hey, it's okay. Like, let's not push it. Don't worry. And he calmed me down because I was, like, pissed off for him. Wow. What TK was putting fuck? his hand up to the screen. Like, he put just put his hand on your forehead. Yeah. You talk to him. It's okay. <laughs> it's my child. My child. It's okay. Child, yeah. It was, it, it, was, it was crazy. I just remember, like, I, and thinking and knowing now what he was going through and, like, knowing now, like, what happened. That's wild, yeah. Like, yeah. this yeah. dude had such a, a, a soft like grateful soul damn it was amazing bro so did they just like let him in like did you guys get in the party afterwards or like how did that end they let him in and then i'm like yo chadwick what's up you gonna let me in can i sneak in with you like what's up like i tried to get you in you're gonna just leave me but uh um i think i just like waited until the guy wasn't looking and i just snuck yeah nice i i heard that there was like a there's like a whole mission i heard this on the the podcast you did with the guys about getting you into the parties is like a whole whole mission at comic-con it's always the mission and i'm always not dressed right so it's like <laughs> that's, it's always the mission and also it's like i mean they got publicists and stuff that like are like this guy's not helping you guys like <laughs> you, they, wow. these parties are for like you know bumping rubbing elbows with like people and like ladder climbing. right like social yeah for sure networking yeah you guys want to hear yes. another story about please, Comic-Con? Please, please. Yes. I'm here all day. Oh, please. So, like, the guys actually go and do stuff, like, and, like, talk to people. And I'm just, like, I'm just going around eating all the free food. One party, they had the, uh, they had the Game of Thrones uh, throne. Oh, shit. Okay? All right. So this is kind of comic book-ish yeah. stuff, too. They had the Game of Thrones chair. And everybody's in line. Like, there's, like, a line of, like, 30 people trying to sit on this yeah. And so I'm sitting there and like there's this blonde chick that's right in front of me and I'm like I'm like flirting with her because I'm like a little drunk and I'm I, I was like working out then too, so I had like this black V neck shirt and I was like I was feeling hella like confident. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. You you know you're Tom filling out your V neck a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I'll send you, you the picture of me on the throne. I'll send you the picture of me on the throne because you'll be like, this dude is so confident right now. Okay? Is that the king of Westeros right there, dog? Yes. I was, I was fucking Drago, dude. I was fucking Drago. I was, you know, the... Yeah. the Cal Drogo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cal yeah. Drogo. Momoa yeah. right there. I mean, you got a little Momoa theme. Do you? I see it. So we're like, 
we're standing in line and we're walking up and I'm like flirting with him. Like I said, like, yo, you want to sit on my lap? You want to sit on my lap when we're on the throne? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like, I think I gave this girl like 10 Me Too moments. Like, for real. <laughs> okay. So we get closer up and I see this one dude out of the corner of my eye, like, giving us, like, the evil eye. And I'm like, this is her dude. This okay. is her dude. Okay, uh-oh. And we're like, we're like five back, actually. Okay? Because we just, the line was keep going and she's flirting back. She was, like, fucking loving me, mm-hmm. by the way. Of course she was. At least, I, at least I, that's what I was taking. Uh, <laughs> this guy grabs her by the hand, cuts the line, and goes to the very front and takes a picture with her on his lap. Fuck that, though. That's your girl, bro. Well, you know, you know, you know who he owned the chair because it was David. Oh. It was Benioff. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! It was the dude with the glasses. Oh yeah, dude. It was the shorter one. Oh my god! <laughs> he he Jesus. fucking cut cut. Cut blocks me, you know. You turn me into fucking cut clops. Cut clops. Cut clops. Damn. Well, that's nuts. You fucking. You were talking to Shorty from Game of Thrones. That was the. Well, she wasn't on Game of Thrones, but like I was talking to fucking the the creator's Shorty. Yeah. She was probably wow. super bad. She I like. Cool. Had to be. I like your story. My story for like Comic Con stuff is I get to stand in line and Brian Michael Bendis hands out cookies to the whole line because he's. <laughs> freaking a nice guy and you're like talking to girls i'm like oh i got a nice cookie i'm i'm done for the year <laughs> all right so how do we get into these these comic-con parties yeah just go to the hard rock hotel um you sit in the lobby and you know you see somebody you, you know you just like you just walk in like it, you want to if you're like on the phone like yeah okay yeah you guys are there okay yeah no i'm right here I'm I'm walking in right now because people don't want to stop you when mm-hmm, you're on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I then like you just it. walk right through. Dude, All right. Savvy veteran right here. You act like you've already been there. You're like, yeah, no, no, I'm looking for you right now. Yeah, I just, yeah, they're back in there. I, I'm, I'm going to go back into the party. You know, you say it like that. <laughs> okay, okay. And you just put like a random stamp on your hand and hope it matches up to what they have from the, the bouncer door duty or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they stamp your hand. I'm not, they're not going to stamp fucking Thor's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Thor almost beat me up at a comic oh, too, if you guys want to. Yes, bro. I'll keep these stories please. coming, bro. Please. I feel like you, the way you pitch them is always like, yeah, Thor almost just beat me up. Do you want to hear it? It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, what? Of yes. course, dog. No, next this story. Is like next story. Yeah. gold, bro. <laughs> so me so this was like one of the first ones i think this is the i don't know if you saw the picture of us and dana devito like me durs dana devito and Rickonia. no so there's a i'll send you all these pictures so we get in uh we're on our way up so we're in the lobby mm-hmm. okay and this is before this is pre-thor so i saw i saw black panther pre-black panther and i'm seeing thor pre-thor mm-hmm. so all this is is this this fucking buff blonde dude i didn't know he was thor mm-hmm. And me and Riconia. Riconia is like he's the life of the party. He's like the party party dude. Me and Riconia are singing uh, "Bump and Grind." So this is before R. Kelly got canceled too. So we're just singing it. <laughs> I don't see nothing. Or no, that's hey. yeah, yeah. I, no, with a little bump and grind, with a and we're just like screaming because we're already drunk. Mm-hmm. Like we went from bar to bar to bar to bar to bar, and this and Riconia at this time was like buying drinks for everybody. I did. I, this guy's. Like, what's going on? He has this thing called Rake, R-A-K-E, Random Acts of Kindness Everywhere. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, super dope. And Thor turns around, and you could tell, like, he was just like, can you please shut the fuck up? 
And we, we got louder. And we started saying louder, like, who the fuck do you think you are talking to us? And he turns around again, and you could tell he was about, he, like, fucking did this with his hand. What? Like, I swear to God. Chris he was, Hemsworth? Hemsworth! Oh, but, oh, like, shit. but he. The Hemsworth hammer. I think he was with his, like, publicist who, like, said, like, okay, let's get you away from these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Thamesworth story isn't as good as the Black Panther story. But like, Dude, if he rose, your, he rose his fist to you, bro, how did, he was not In that like moment that song. when he did that, were you like, oh, I should like get the fuck out of here because I'm about to get beat up? Or were you like, no, nah, I think I could take this guy? I, I figured anybody at that party, if I got punched, I was about to get some money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you were ready to go. <laughs> you were ready. You were like, oh, I, was, I was ready to get a, black, get a black guy for like a fucking like, new car. Like, yeah, that's worth it. <laughs> So you break into these parties and just try and, like, annoy people to a point where you get a lot of just, just try to sue people, you know? That's, yeah. what I, that's my goal. Dude, that's next level savvy. I love that. Oh, yeah, bro. God. It's chess. It's chess, bro. You know, it's yep. chess. Is, is oh Hemsworth God. as big as he looks? Hemsworth was huge, man. He is was he? huge. Oh, wow. Comic-Con. That's two of the of the team right there. Yeah. So ne- never, never with Chris Evans. Never with Tony Stark. Never with. Never had a little fling with Scarjo. You and Scarjo never Scarjo hit it off. Scarjo and I never hit it off. She likes that fucking weirdo from Saturday Night Live. It's weird, but. <laughs> Colin Jost. I, yes. I don't get that. I don't. You, do you guys I, get that? I, no. I, when scary. I heard about that, yeah. I was like, bro, this guy. I mean, God bless him, but he's lucky, yeah. bro. He hit. He hit the lottery. He's punching above his weight. I mean, right? Like, I, I keep. Yeah. Like, every time I turn that show on, I'm like, I, I don't see it. Like. Are they family friends? Did they grow up? Like, I don't get it. I mean, he's got that nice hair, though. You know? He's, he's got, got nice that hair nice line. little... He should play that, Cyclops that in the part. new... X-Men he should movie. play Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm getting so much Cyclops slander right now. It would be such a good Cyclops. Oh. So... Hey, anybody that, that hears this, can you please Photoshop Colin Jost in his big-ass mouth as uh, Cyclops? <laughs> <laughs> God, oh, damn. fuck. I love it. So we are doing. Uh, currently, we're do we're recapping Wandavision. Did you ever Did you ever watch that shit? I watched it. What do you think, uh, man? Season's over. I was very impressed. I was I, I was when they okay. So this is I consider this Bob. So Bob Iger is like true idol of mine. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm like salute that dude because he's the fucking man. I feel like the Quicksilver moment. When they replaced Quicksilver with the Quicksilver they just bought, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a flex by Bob Iger. Like a straight flex. Like, hey, <laughs> let's show everybody that we own X-Men now by yeah. putting this mm-hmm. motherfucker in this show. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. I love That's how it. big that dude's dick is. Okay. So you watched the whole series. So I watched you, the, you whole series. the whole series. So yeah, yeah that, was, that was weird how he like did that and it didn't actually pan out to be Quicksilver. It was just some random fucking dude in the town. Like, but that's that even more com- of the flex Complete though, right? flex, exactly. It's, it's just exactly like, yeah, it's it not even Quicksilver. I don't even, this character doesn't even matter. I just need you to know. That we bought this shit from Sony. Yeah, that we could. Absolutely. Yeah. That we could, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it. I, I, I thought it was very smart. When I heard that WandaVision was coming out and they were, like, building up to it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then, like, yeah, same. I watched the first two episodes. It took me, like, two weeks to watch the first two episodes because I kept falling asleep. I'm like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I understand there's, like, a weird world outside, but... It took me like actually sitting down during the day and like 
pounding these episodes out that I'm like, oh, okay, this is next level. Yeah. Next level stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I, when I heard it was Wanda and Vision, I'm like, bro, you couldn't have picked two worse characters, in my opinion, yeah, to build struggled. a show around. Yeah. This show's going to be absolute trash. But then I started watching it, and I think I had a similar experience as UTK. I felt like, damn, this is actually kind of good. Like, this is, and as I went deeper and deeper, it got more and more compelling to me. And I was like, dang, like, I, maybe it's my thing to underestimate these Marvel titles, but this one blew me away, too. And I did not think it was going to be very good <laughs> yeah, going it, in. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's this. It's the Mandalorian. It's like Disney. The Mandalorian is tight. As long as you got Kevin Feig or... Or uh, who's the dude from Swingers? Oh, Favreau. Johnny Favreau. Johnny Favreau. As long as you have those two dudes like in the room, it's gonna be good. Good. Yeah. Anything that Favreau touches, yeah. especially man, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I got a question for you guys. So what's up with? I thought um, Vision was alive at the end because he transferred his his consciousness to the newly made white yeah. version of Vision. So I mm-hmm. thought like, oh, he's like not part of this Wanda world. Mm-hmm. Because he transferred his power into the ro- the new robot that was made. Yeah, if that mm-hmm. didn't happen. This no, is a great is. question. We haven't talked about this, and I think we might have different opinions. But I'll let I'll let Jordan or Jr. take take the first. <clears throat> Jr. is the comic expert, so Jr. Well, what do you think? Vision has always been like this, like um, like the reason that he was white is because it took away all of like his personality, right? That was built into Vision, and he kind of took on his his you know. Uh, uh, like human kind of personalities and so when they took that away you know it was kind of like hey vision's like a bad robot so again the comic books vision's always been like this 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 like sensible being that can go from like one thing to another he's in a computer he's now you know these days he's in a cell phone he's you know what i mean so like for me what what they did was show you hey he's physically dead but not like mentally dead he's still out there he's still in the data stream and if you watch you know avengers ultron um, I mean, he, it's basically that kind of uh, theory where he's just out in the world somewhere, but he's just not at the surface. And I feel like that, to me, is what I felt him symbolizing coming together and mm. you know, kind of phasing in and out and kind of being able to do that. Because as soon as I saw him phase through uh, the white vision, I was like, okay, they're going to figure out a way to keep him around because they're going to need vision somewhere down the line. And this is a great mm-hmm. way to explain it. And they do that in the comic books, too. It's like, hey, he's dead, but he's really dead. And that's comic books 101, right? Do they really die? Nobody dies. Okay. So that's my take on that's it. The, and that's what I've read. We have I've the read. same take, basically. I think that okay. <clears throat> even if <clears throat> you have different bodies, if you transfer like your entire experience and memories into an identical-looking body... That body's you now. Yeah. Like, right? I mean, that's Well, they talk now. about that. The ship of Theseus. They, like, yeah. the two visions talk about that exact thing. Like, exactly. when the voice changed out, is it the same ship? Like, yep. yeah. Kind of just... And then he said, I am vision at the end. Like, the white one said, yep. I am vision. So I'm like, but where'd he go? He just dipped. He just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't even, they don't, they don't close the that loop at all. They're just like, no. He might be, he Disney, might be somewhere. That's what we Disney don't know. does. They're like, hey, let's, yeah. let's mess with everybody's minds. Cause that's what WandaVision was. Like, it was so, like, I mean, I read a lot of comics and I've read so much comics, but there were so many things about this show that I had no idea. Like I had to go to my like comic book expert at the comic book store that I, I go to and work at kind of, you know, and I had to like start talking. His name is Marty. And this guy's like, you ask him, he knows the artist on the cover. You ask him, he knows the writer. You ask him, he knows the story. So I had to go and ask him a lot of these questions because there's so much that 
Disney did with the, WandaVision in comic book lore, like it was insane. It was like mm. data overload for sure for like some of us, you know, from probably most of us. And um, and that's kind of what the cool thing about Marvel, uh, Marvel and Disney did with this. And I'm hoping they continue it is they just overwhelm me with data from comic book lore. Mm. And I'm hoping that, you know, WandaVision is just like the first step, you know, just her outfit alone in the in, at the end has sparked so much like comic book theories. And then uh, when when White Vision came out, there's the West Coast Avengers where they actually show him as a white vision. That book went from being in a dollar bin to being a two hundred fifty dollar book that you could sell like overnight. Like because it was popular because of this. And that's what Marvel and Disney has done to like the comic book industry. If it populates or it shows up, that's why WandaVision was such a big deal this last month. And at least for for us at the comic book store was because all of a sudden now we get to put like a bunch of West Coast Avenger books up for sale. And now we get to, you know, everybody wants to like, hey, where's a, where's a House of M? We, you know, they sold a bunch of House of M stuff. And so now we're predicting that, you know, anything that has uh, Sam Wilson or uh, the Winter Soldier, that's going to blow balloon. And I guess it's a good thing and because you get to kind of see the small business industry get to explode with because of what Disney's doing. So, yeah, but it, it's crazy. That it's is not, interesting. It's, like so it's much not just Disney. They're helping no. the, the, the little guy. That's the same yeah. time. Yeah. I still think yeah. Vision's a bitch, though. Yes, <laughs> for sure. A... Why? I think he cried, <laughs> though. <laughs> How many times face. do we have Dude. to watch Vision die? Like, it's like the sixth Zach's or seventh it. time that he gets wrecked in every single, like, IP that we watch him in. He ends up getting like worked in. He's no, Goku dude, Goku like fucks shit times. up, dog. Don't even... No, he's not like Goku at all. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like, come on. <laughs> the dying part, not the skill set. Come yeah, on, but now. Goku causes havoc before he goes out, bro. He like, takes he, if he goes out, out, the world's getting exploded or some shit. Vision just gets Vision. wrecked. Gets Vision cries. Taken back, I'll see gets you wrecked again. Gets his fucking brain ripped out of his shit. Like he's, he's never fought for his life. He's never fought. Like it's always just like, give me this. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm gonna kill you. Or I'm gonna let this like fucking red blob kill me. And then even yes. in this in this ep- this last episode when he's fighting the White Vision. Instead of, like, fighting to the end, they basically end up being like, hey, wait a minute, you look like me, I look like you, maybe we can work <laughs> this friends. out. It's like, bro, this shit's trash, dog, like, Vision is garbage. I don't like Vision. I'm not, I'm not on it. No, I don't think anybody's like, dude, Vision's my boy. I, I used to not like Vision. vision tattoo. I used to not like Vision just because of, like, who plays him, because he's married to Jennifer Connelly. Oh, that's true. Bettany is? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah. I believe yeah. Jennifer Connelly, your boo thing? Is that your, your long-lost love? That's... That's old it, school. That's yeah. like for real. That's like Dude, 90s, After I saw Requiem right? for a Dream, I don't know if I could see her that way ever again. I mean, that's where Requiem I fell in love with tough. her. <laughs> the double down. I didn't bring it out for I didn't bring it out for air, bro. Yeah, I, I like that. That's your movie. My movie's Rocketeer. <laughs> bro, the, the, bro, what about uh, keeping up with the something? Keeping up with the Abbots. I have oh, yes. uh, only yes. seen the sex scene for that movie. I've never seen yeah, the actual movie. So. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Don't get me wrong. And shit, Jennifer Connelly was the original Labyrinth, right? Wasn't? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we go way back. I, I feel you. Okay. I'm starting to come yeah. around. Yeah. Um. So I want to I want to phase back a little bit to your music because I'm actually really fucking impressed with what you put out there. I think it's fucking just money. And how do people find it? Because I couldn't find the song on Spotify. Oh, it's on Spotify. It's uh, Palm Springs. Ugh. 
So my Spotify is under Thomas Kellogg. It's not under TK Ukulele. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, that's so okay. I, I kind of messed up that SEO SEO stuff right there. But because uh, I had a lot of people on my Spotify, Thomas Kellogg, because of cutting my dick off. So I wanted to, like, keep those people. What? Because of what? <laughs> I did, you know the song Cutting My Dick Off from Workaholics? Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. That yeah. was you? That was me. That's me singing. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> that's the epic episode where uh, Carl has to wants to give his a dick transplant to Blake. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck I wrote yeah. that okay. song, I, I and then right I here. also I also wrote uh, you know the song where he's like, I don't care if you're drunk and you're toothless, I don't care that the break won't turn. When he's all twisted on syrup and trying to get that homeless girl to be at the wedding with him. Yeah, Kyle and I wrote. Yeah. Kyle and I wrote that one. Oh, oh my nice. god, dude! Well, I just found your Spotify, and I'm following you now. So fuck yeah, yeah. I'm, Thank I, you I'm following that. too. Well, Thanks, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Follow, follow Thomas L. Kellogg on on Spotify. Shit is fire. You got to. Yeah. And then TK bit. Ukulele on YouTube. Oh, I'm doing like a thing. Uh, I'm doing a one. We could win one night with TK. We're gonna. I'm gonna do like a little Zoom concert for you and a couple of what? friends. Oh, sick. All you got to do is go to my YouTube page and comment Sing TK Sing on, on the Palm Springs music video. Sing TK Sing. All right. I'm doing that shortly after this. Cause Let's I'm, go. I'm trying to, trying to win a night, bro. We got to come down to LA and rage. What's, what, what's the, so it's a Zoom call? It'll be a Zoom concert. It'll be just, you know, just fucking like this guy, you know? Let's... Oh, oh, please. Give us a little teaser. <laughs> I'm in the Bahamas right now. Yeah, baby. Have you what heard the other song I do? Uh, the uh, the Winter in the Sand. Have you, have you seen that yet? No, I saw one other one. Um, it was, I think it was, it was a ukulele song, but it wasn't Winter in the Sand. There's a song I made a Christmas song. It's called. It's about that time of year when you cozy up by the fire. You spent all day. Shoveling snow, and now you're cold and tired. Just get, just go, 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 go the rest of it, baby. I love it. Soothe me to sleep. Winter TK. in the Sand. Yeah. That's on his Spotify too. That's on my Spotify too. That's the, you got a music video for that. Check that out. It's on. It's all on my YouTube page, baby. I'm just, I'm just trying to get my music heard. You know. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, when, yeah, so dude, when is the virtual to... concert? Virtual concert will be sometime at the end of the month. The, the contest ends. So anybody that writes Sing TK Sing, okay. I will sing their name in a personalized video. Like every single person that does it. I will send you a personalized video of me singing like singing your name in a video. I'll send you that. Because last week I actually did 100 dunks for people. I sent out 100 videos of me dunking for people. To different people. <laughs> I love that shit. Dude, this is so good. All right. <laughs> We're about to get this concert blown up, bro. All of our Fuck listeners, yeah. go to his YouTube and comment "Sing TK Sing," and you'll get a personal song. And I'm gonna do it. And if I get <laughs> if I get cut clops in my personal song, bro, <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna feel some type of way. I feel like it's unavoidable at this point, I got but that's <laughs> gonna happen. I got it. Definitely gonna happen. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, oh shit, shit, man. Have you guys seen the the new Space Jam uh, snippets and shit? With LeBron oh, yeah. James. No. All right, do you have you guys seen the comparisons of the uh the girl bunny character in the old movie versus the girl bunny yeah. character now? Just she's like this in the old movie. In the old movie, she's wearing like a crop top and like booty shorts, and it's like <laughs> clearly, you know, what I'm saying like not for kids. And in this movie, she's like 
she looks like a hooper, like a, like an actual hooper. Like she doesn't have any of the sex appeal. Just appeals. say she looks frumpy. She looks frumpy as hell in this. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> just yeah, say you'll it. Say it. You'll, I, I was dancing what, around what, it, bro. Are, are we gonna I was offend dancing. the bunk? We're gonna offend the bunny population by calling this, this animated bunny. <laughs> We're gonna bunny. offend the, the tunes. The well, I danced. She's this is frumpy. why we need you, dog. This is why we need you. You get right into it. Yeah. But yeah, she looks frumpy as hell, dog. Frumpy. And so it's just funny how like they used to do that shit for kids in the back in the day, but not today. No longer. No longer. Wow. Kids wow. can't jack off to cartoons anymore. It's just not it's not Jeez. gonna be the thing. It's not the world I want to live in. <laughs> no, right? No. It's a sad world now. It's a sad world we're in. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Okay, well, Dude, thank you so much, you know, for coming on. This has been a fucking blast. And anything you want to plug? No, just, uh, I mean, I'm trying to get this job. So, like, put put some good energy out. I'm not, I can't tell you what job, but I'm trying to get this job. I got you some That's good okay. energy right here. Good, good energy, energy for TK. And also get on that YouTube yes. channel and comment on the sing, TK, sing. Uh, Palm Springs Sing TK Sing. Let's get on this concert. Yeah, baby. All Fuck right. yeah. Oh, no, I, right, also got, I also got a live show coming out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. TK it. Live. It's produced by Marshall Malone. I I probably talked about it earlier. Marshall Malone and Upside Down uh, Media. So that's gonna be coming to YouTube soon. Kind of been doing it on uh, Instagram Live, but now we're gonna do it on uh, YouTube, and it's gonna be bigger, more guests, explosive. Love Hell it. Yeah, what kind of live we'll show are you talking? Is it like a music show? Is it like? It's it, like a. It's a music slash. I, I basically I'm like the Harry Connick Jr. of YouTube. That's what. I'm <laughs> what a fucking drop okay yeah you set the bar pretty high but i like it yeah <laughs> okay i'll talk right to you guys later all right all right tk all right, appreciate you tk later. well that was tk who came on with us and then we had a fucking blast talking to him um and that's all we got for this week so thank you guys so much for listening uh jr you want to give a shout out to your boys yeah so uh every week we do you know with action city we're pretty tight-knit with them from our, our podcast of a great relationship with doug the owner so um Every Tuesday, live show, jump on there, get some great books. You know, we're trying to keep up with what people are, are interested in and people are looking to. And then um, I'm going to be doing a, a Facebook group for, for Action City and you get exclusive deals on there. You get exclusive books that you're not going to see anywhere else. So keep an eye out for that. Um, that's Action City Comics and Federal Way. So uh, fun stuff. Living large. Mothership. Our homeland, absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Doug and Action City. Thanks for everything and all the support. And as always, follow us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Tell your friends, like and subscribe, spread the word, and let's go fucking listen to Palm Springs by TK Ukulele because that is a jam and it will get your week started off right. Until next time, thank you all for listening. Peace. Peace.